live to tape from Hollywood, California, it's Sean's Sports Show. And now for tonight's starting lineup. At guest, hailing from Madison, Wisconsin, it's Nate Craig. Coaching tonight's show, it's Coach T. I'm Chicago's favorite sidekick, John Huck. And now, please put your hands together for the host of Sean's Sports Show, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania's own, Sean Green. <laughs> Welcome everyone to Sean's Sports Show. I'm Sean Green. We're, uh, welcome to Sean's Sports Show, the late night sports show that focuses on what's really important in life, sports. No politics, no pop culture, just me ranting and raving about the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm doing awesome, guys, and uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are doing awesome, and that's not a coincidence, okay? Uh, basically, everything in my life revolves around the Eagles, whether or not they're good or bad. Right now, they're sitting at 10 and 1. I'm, it's awesome. Like my light, I'm on cloud nine. I'm just talking to random people, fist bumping guys, just having the time of my life. It started out, uh, I actually went to an Eagles game out here in Los Angeles. I went down to the uh, Philadelphia Eagles versus the Los Angeles Chargers. The Eagles fans, we completely took over the stadium. It was awesome. I've never felt pity for another NFL franchise, but I did that day. And it was just. <laughs> Like, first off, Los Angeles didn't want a sports team to begin with. They didn't want, like, we're kind of, L.A. as a city's like, barely cares about sports. And then they throw two football teams, and they're like, what do we do with this? I don't know. One of them's going to completely fail, and, of course, it was the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, it got to the point their owner, uh, Dean Spanos, they flew a banner over the uh, stadium that day, and, and it said to Dean Spanos, the owner, you want to see a sellout? Look in the mirror. Which is, just, which is just such, also the city of Los Angeles, like watch yourself, all right? Like this is a city built on sellouts. I don't know if we need to be calling out other sellouts. And it's just, it's just so weird to be in someone's stadium and having the home team booed. And you know, like have you ever, you know when you go to a stadium and you see like all those Jumbotron graphics? Uh, one that I always enjoyed was, you know, they're like, all right, get loud. And then they would show that volume meter, and then the arm would be spiking in the red. They're like, get loud, get loud. And they played that graphic. And listen, I always knew it was fake. <laughs> but it was just great to have it confirmed. Because it was like going up and like crashing, and the glasses shattering off the meter, and just no one's making any noise. Like, I've never seen a Jumbotron bomb. It was like, what, guys? feel bad. There were Cowboys fans at the game trolling the Eagles fans that were at the game. Like, there was another separate rivalry going on to the game <laughs> that had nothing to do with the Los Angeles Chargers at all. Oh, man, it was great. And it was, uh, you know, obviously I was there. I got great seats. And I actually, I actually made it on TV. It was always a dream of mine to be a guy in the crowd. And if you look, I got a, uh, I was getting like texts from neighbors back home that I made a TV and I was like a guy throwing up devil horns. Never done devil horns in my life, but the Eagles won and I just improvised devil horns. And not only are the uh, Eagles doing well, but more importantly, all the other teams are doing horrible. It's really, it's really been a dream scenario. Odell Beckham, famous receiver for the New York Giants. He, uh, he was, I broke his ankle. He was out for the season. And uh, 
before he uh, before he broke his ankle, it was after the season. One of the last touchdowns he scored was against the Eagles. Now, granted, they won Jake Elliott's 61-yard field goal. But one of the touchdowns he scored, he decided to celebrate by lifting his leg, doing a dog pee thing in our stadium. Just the ultimate sign of disrespect, right? <laughs> And uh, also very funny because he did that, and then the next touchdown he scored, he did, he did like a uh, power uniting fist. A lot of range for the touchdown celebration. <laughs> Going to make a political statement and also act like a dog peeing on the field. <laughs> now, I, I took that, uh, the peeing on the field uh, photo, and uh, I decided, now that he's out for the season, I decided to update it. So take a look. Here he is, Odell Beckham. I added a cast to his leg and, of course, a cone because if you want to act like a dog, I'm going to treat you like a dog, Odell Beckham. I don't want you getting into that cast. Um, now, I posted this image online to the Eagles message board thinking, Sean, you're about to go viral. Strap in and let that wild ride fly. Little do I know, the Eagles fans have gone soft on me. Soft on me. Come it was Eagle fan on Eagle fan crime. They were saying, hey, don't do that. You're not supposed to make fun of people when they get injured. Hey, that's not <laughs> right. That's why fans like us have a bad name. First off, I love having a bad name as a fan. Are you kidding me? I love being a bad fan. That's, that's our gimmick. That's our identity. <laughs> being bad fans, come on. And I hate that. Oh, you're not supposed to celebrate players getting injured. I'm sorry for pretending like I care about these guys. I want them all to die and get hurt. I want one Super Bowl. Then maybe I'll try caring about these millionaires that I've never met. And it's just the idea of like, oh, you're giving us a, so what if we have a bad name? What do we, is there some fan contest that we're not getting enough votes for? That Are we not going to get the fan Emmy? Like, I don't care. <laughs> so what, what people are afraid to come play us? They're afraid of coming to Lincoln Financial Field? That's fine. I like scaring grown men. I like that. <laughs> I, I always, I'm mixing it up on the internet all the time. I host a sports gambling podcast, and I'm picking all the games against the spread. And I, for the most part, I do pretty well. Uh, not to plug the podcast on this show, but uh, every once in a while you have a bad week. And uh, I, had, I had a fairly bad week. And so when you have a fairly bad week picking games against the spread, of course, you're going to hear about it on Twitter. So a guy, uh, a guy tweeted at me, and he goes, uh, hey, my three-year-old niece can pick games better than you. And I was like, all right, all right, you got me. First off, you know, all right, fine, I can take a joke. But then secondly, I'm like, I wonder where his niece is getting her information. Like, <laughs> immediately it was like, does, her niece, does, does your niece have a system? If so, maybe I want to steal your niece's picks. And then, and then it really got to me. It takes a lot to hurt my feelings online. But I went and I clicked on the guy's profile. He had... Uh, he had never tweeted to anyone before. So, and he had just signed up for Twitter that day, guys. So I got someone to join Twitter just to make fun of my football picks. <laughs> Welcome back to Sean's Sports Show. I'm here with my sidekick, John Huck. John, did you ever have a uh, football coach that you suspected may have been doing that before a team meeting? Because um, I, got, I got like three on my list. <laughs> I was going to say, not before a team meeting, but after I left high school, there were rumors about one guy who was like, yeah, he smokes crack now. It's like, oh, okay. That totally makes a lot of sense. One, uh, the special teams coach for my high school football team, first off, special teams coach is always the craziest of all the coaches. It's like, hey, do you know physics and how to return punts and yeah. can you scare kids? Yes. All right, I got it, a job for you. It is the easiest of the coach. I would imagine the, like, there's less to do as an offensive 
yeah. Uh, special teams. Special folks, teams. Yeah. They're just wild cards. We had a. Uh, <laughs> We, we had a, a big game, and the coach was, like, going up and down, like, getting us all fired up. First off, it's like special teams. Who cares? And then he goes, we're going to ball through this team. And he punches the chalkboard, and then he breaks his hand. And the, the team trainer has to, like, and so at halftime, he came out with, like, a cast on. And then it was so great, because the next day, we saw him loading up a chalkboard, because they made him drive a chalkboard to the other team's high school and, like, drop it off to replace their chalkboard. <laughs> that's a cokehead move, though. That's, a very, that's yeah. very much a cokehead move. <laughs> Greatest NFL cokehead of all time, uh, as far as we know, was Lawrence Taylor. Ah, yes. La well, and that's because he admitted, and he also got in trouble for, uh, for testing positive for cocaine. There was a, uh, in the documentary about Lawrence Taylor, they go, uh, Lawrence, Lawrence, when you tested positive for cocaine, what were you thinking? And he looks at him and he goes, what was I thinking? He goes, I was shocked. After all, I was buying urine. <laughs> so even urine with cocaine? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> even the guy LT was buying urine off of was doing cocaine. That's how much cocaine there was in the NFL. That drop off of it came out and got your urine. You want to do a couple <laughs> lines? Oh, yeah, sure, dude. Like, and they're just partying together. And, and like, LT, like, one of the craziest, most intimidating guys of all time. Who's, who's, doing, who's giving LT dirty urine? Yeah, sorry, I did a bunch of lines and then peed, but here you go. Give it a shot. Yeah, I still get my $500 to buy more cocaine. Trust me, LT, I'm a great teammate. All right, John, uh, speaking of the NFL, the NFL just wrapped up pretty wild trade deadline. The Eagles got a Jay Ajahi. A lot of, uh, you know, Garoppolo got traded to the 49ers. A lot oh. of crazy action. So I thought it would be fun here at Sean's Sports Show yeah. to do our own edition where, uh, you know, we decide what we want more of and less of in a little segment I call Buying and Selling. Love it. Buying and Selling is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Use the promo code Sean to activate a 100% deposit bonus. Besides buying mybookie.ig, you know what I'm buying? Sweatpants. Sweatpants, sweatpants. I, can, I mean, listen, call me old-fashioned, but why are, we, why are we even messing around with other pants? That's what I'm selling. <laughs> Jeans, khakis, and all other pants. Sweatpants, they've just been key to my life and key to my sports life. There's, there's like these new hip stylish sweatpants oh. that apparently they're fashionable. I don't know. They're, they're expensive. They got zippers, and I wear them as if they're regular pants. The key is if you just start showing up at work and wearing them, working them into your routine, yeah. people don't notice. They're not like, oh, it's sweatpant day. They're just like, hey, it's Sean being Sean. And it's just a perfect match made in heaven. But sweatpants. also the sweatpants, like you said, now they're like kind of streamlined, and they're like, Maybe a little bit sparkly yes, or exactly. a little bit nice. You're not I have like, sparkly sweatpants. You're not wearing like a gray, rocky <laughs> tracksuit to work. Like, like, I did try and wear a tracksuit once to work. Well, a tracksuit is different. I just meant like the gray sweatshirt yeah, yeah, with yeah. the gray, the hooded, the beefy sweatpants. Yeah. Like, you got it. It's just a, it's it's a, a much stylish better, cut. The boot yeah. cut sweatpants. The boot cut sweatpants. <laughs> and you're also uh, selling. Oh, the, just all of their pants. All I'm out on pants, pants <laughs> except sweatpants. Get them out. Get them out. Uh, I am buying uh, at the fact that Las Vegas now has a National uh, Hockey League team. 
Yes. Uh, I don't know why I said it like that. Uh, Sorry. They have, they have a hockey team. Yeah. I no, I'm all on board for an NHL hockey team in Las Vegas. And just the idea of, I don't know, it'd be nice to, like, have a place where you can't lose all your money except on a game. It's just, it's a nice, like, cool-off area. Normally you don't go to a professional sports game to relax. But in Vegas, Especially it's like hockey. a step down. <laughs> From losing all your money. Exactly. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Instead of yelling at crap dice, you're yelling at guys from Canada. Same, <laughs> same sort of things. Yeah, I'm selling uh, Major League Baseball's decision to not suspend the Astros player for doing the. Uh, I mean, he was like basically one. He was one <laughs> sentence away from saying something about going pee in someone's coke. And, <laughs> and this guy, like, he's suspended five games next season. Like, I, look. I'm, I'm a Cubs fan. Yes. My wife is a Dodgers fan. I wanted her to have the experience that I had last year. I was rooting for the Dodgers, and that, I think, could have played an, like an intricate part of making, if, not even if he didn't hit a game-winning home run or any of that, but like the attitude of the Astros, the kind of defeat, like, that guy's out. He's done yes. for the season. It's over. It's over. Let's, we got to keep going. And like, I think that could have been a deciding factor in the end. And I think the Dodgers could have pulled out game seven. Also, maybe... You don't pitch Darvish. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't either either suspend the guy or don't pitch Darvish. Yeah. One or the other. Suspend one of them. Get, him, get one of them out of there. One of them needs to be suspended. Get the victim, either way. Hey, just go. you guys sort it out. They, five games next year, that's like if you got a DUI and got your license suspended, and they're like, okay, you can only not drive for five days of going to something you don't want to yeah, go to. You can't, like, yeah, you can't, you oh, can't hey. drive for five days of going to church. Like, oh, that's oh, a bummer. No, oh, no, you're what suspended just from driving to church. Oh, man, how am I going to get by? Guess I'll stay home on Sundays. All right, I'm buying anything with Carson Wentz oh, on it. Uh, that's any, a shock. Any that's... link with Carson Wentz's face on it, I'm no all idea. in. And uh, I'm selling. Anyone who doubts Carson Wentz, if you're an online blogger, I'm coming after you. I'm throwing these media guys in one locker after another. <laughs> Just these guys who said that he might not be that good this year, and it is, it's uh, completely are, cathartic. Are those guys eating their words? Are they like, no. oh, I guess I don't no. know what I, or are they still trying to say it's a fluke? He's lucky. He's No, this one guy, uh, Robert Mays, this coward on Twitter. I'm coming for you, Robert Mays. He goes... First off, he said the, the giant. He said the Redskins and the Eagles. He goes, uh, the the Redskins actually look better this year, even though the Eagles beat them twice. Now that's very that's very annoying. Yeah. And also he goes, he goes, he didn't look that good uh, last year. Blah blah blah. And then you know he was trying to hate on Carson Wentz, and now he goes, well, okay, he's good now. But, who, you know, he didn't look that great last year. Yeah, no shit, dude. That's, that's why it's called insight. You see the guy go, he's going to be better next year. We could just look at a box score and go, oh, what's that's good terrible. and what's bad? <laughs> this is good. Oh, my God. He's, he got good. Yeah, we're watching the games. All right. I'm fired up. I think we're, I think we're ready to move on. All right, cool. We, get, we did it all. We said it all, uh, you know, as a fan of the Eagles, and I say I'm part of the team because I bleed green. I, I get angry all the time. I'm, I'm buying in. And as a fan, I feel like I have my own little rituals, own little things I do that help winning streaks, that stir things up, that just gets the juju in the right area. So, I, you know, a lot of people say it's total horseshit. I disagree. And to prove my case, I had Sean's sports show scientists run the numbers and take a look to see if I was actually affecting the Eagles this season.
Welcome back to Sean Sports Show. Our next guest is not quite as successful as Carson Wentz, but he's in the talks for MVP, Most Valuable Performer, a stand-up comedian that opens for Bill Burr and currently has his album Eggshell featured on Pandora Comedy Spotlight. Give it up for Whoa. Nate Craig. Yeah. Grab a seat, Nate. Thank you. Thanks for coming on the show. What's it's happening, a, man? It's an honor to be here. Now, you're a, you're a huge Packers fan. Huge, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Aaron Rodgers out for the season. Yeah, I'm not going to have my own sports show this year. <laughs> Sorry, they only Maybe give sports year. shows <laughs> to guys who have crushes on NFL players who are currently yep. not on IR. Right, That's, right. It's unfortunate. Yeah, Nate. no. Are you one of those guys when, uh, like, Bears rival? Are when someone on the Bears gets injured out for the season, do you feel bad or do you celebrate? That's a that's a bad example because <laughs> there is no the Bears have been so bad for so long that like yeah. Packers they laugh at every time they play Chicago they laugh. It's like when you used to have to play the Lions, it was like laughable. They're so. joke. Yeah, so. it is. It is a tough. Um, it's a tough road for the Bears the last couple decades. I I uh, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't, Sean, I don't, Sean. Sean's I'm, reaction was great. That's, uh, that's, uh, it was appropriate. Yeah, that's uh, why he's wearing a Cubs jersey. Yeah. <laughs> that's right, even though baseball is over. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, it is football season, so. Uh, it's hockey season. But, uh, but, but, no, I, I leave that to the Eagles fans. Yeah, no, I, I it's hard to celebrate uh, injuries. Were you? In, unless, uh, unless you own uh, a running back's backup. Yes, and, yes. And then it's like, okay, there's some fantasy handcuff options. I'm not celebrating the injury. I'm celebrating the opportunity. <laughs> celebrating opportunity. The opportunity. One guy, right. guy's out, the other, the opportunity knocks. What about you as an athlete, uh, Nate? Did you play, what, what kind of sports did you play growing up? Hockey was my main sport, um, but uh, of course I, uh, I played some youth soccer. <laughs> um, and uh, here's, here's my beef with soccer. And I have many. First off, I love how my entire life, I'm what, 34 years old? My entire life, everyone's been pitching soccer to me. They're like, look out, this is the year. Soccer's going to take off. Oh, hey, soccer's coming. Oh, hey, Sean, you're six years old. You better learn soccer. When you're an adult, people will be sitting around Sundays watching soccer. It's going to be the, it'll be uh, taking over. No, soccer is still, no one watches yeah. soccer. The men's national team missed the World Cup. That's ridiculous. No one, yeah. no one I know has soccer fever. Stop trying to push it so, on me. Guys, my temperature's up. I think I have soccer fever. <laughs> it's just soccer. Relax, okay? It's unwatchable. You can be, you can be in be the background. Motto. Soccer. Relax. Soccer. <laughs> just chill out, soccer. That is the greatest upside to watching a soccer game is how much, how much you can relax. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. How much, how much. Don't have to sweat it out. You can entirely kick back. You don't even have to pay attention. You don't even, you don't even have to turn <laughs> the TV tune on. For you can actually just go to sleep. It's pretty fantastic. <laughs> it is nice. That would be a nice ambient noise setting on like yes, one of those noise soccer. machines. Like there's, there's rain. There's like a, a slight breeze over a prairie. Yes. And then there's the rolling sound of, of 40,000 soccer fans bored out of their mind. <laughs> Do you guys? Do you guys not even like? Not even like World Cup, uh, Euro right, Cup. Yeah. So you played soccer as a kid, right? I did. Yeah, I played soccer as a kid. I was, uh, I played all the way up into uh, high school, JV. Really? Soccer in high school. Yeah, I took the corner kicks. Oh, really? So, um, and then. So uh, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> okay, uh, I guess that's fancy. That's, is I that don't good know. or? <laughs> hey, look at me! I'm doing the corner kicks. <laughs> yeah, they they put me in the corner and. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the co-ed sports I played. I didn't play any specifically co-ed, but I did, I did wrestle a girl once. I was in Greco-Roman wrestling, Ooh. and uh, you know it was a real, 
was a real Sophie's choice because <laughs> I don't want to be pinned by this girl, but also you I'm not good at her. Also, at yeah, oh. I'm not good at wrestling, <laughs> and I wanted a victory. So I thought, I thought she meant her name was Sophie. Yeah. <laughs> Real Sophie's choice. Sophie's what's, choice. What's the Sophie cement jab or the headlock? <laughs> and then I, and then I dug deep and I just pinned her. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you had to. You had I had to. to. I had to get the W. The team you needed. To. You want to win, man. You want. How to about win. you? Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, we. I mean, I. That was. We had the girls on my team were good, and they were, you know, they were they were some of the better players on the team, uh, and we there was actually, um, God, talk about a coach on cocaine. That we one time. <laughs> We played this, uh, we, there, it wasn't just one time. There was a coach in our league, and we played against him a couple times. And uh, uh, he would scream. He had, there was no girls on their team. And we were the Regent Jets. I think they were the Regent Rough Riders. Ooh. And, uh, and their coach would scream at them. He would scream stuff like, don't let that girl beat you. Don't you <laughs> let that girl beat you. Like, he would scream that to a park full of people. Full of With parents who have daughters playing the game. Men, like, women, yeah. and children. I mean, yeah. he was screaming, "Don't let that girl beat you." Uh, I mean, and over and over. I mean, I can't remember what else he said, but I mean, if you're willing to scream that. I had a uh, I had a football coach. Uh, I'm from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, you know, city, and we would go and we would play these mountain towns, and these mountain towns were these, you know, like rural Pennsylvania hillbilly, all white, uh, all white schools that we would play. Now. Our football team, it was mixed. Like we had white guys, black guys, Puerto Rican guys. And our coach, he did this, like looking back, uh, I'm pretty sure, well, uh, so he would come into the, he would come into the locker room and, go, and he would just storm in and go, I don't know if I can repeat what I just heard those Mount Pocono boys saying about you, Jamal, <laughs> about you, Terrell. And he would just list all these horrible racial slurs that the other team was just using. Sweet little boys. <laughs> they were sweet little boys. And I remember firing at, firing out of my three-point stance. And I'm like, you don't know Darwin. You don't know him. You can't say that. And they're like, what? And I realized in hindsight, he was just, he was just making things up. And it was a chance yeah. for him to yell those racial slurs at the uh, players. He just was trying to incite a race war yeah, to so you would win the game. potentially win a junior varsity. These, <laughs> so division these nine very important game. These youth sports coaches will win <laughs> at all costs. They'll win at all costs. Uh, we're, we're ready to win at all costs. We got a big game coming up. But before we do, I think we're talking coaches. I think it's perfect time to get a little pep talk from our own Coach T. Coach T. special speech tonight though. This speech is for Miami Dolphins offensive line coach Chris Forrester. <laughs> you blowing lines at work dude? You got a game coming up. Are you serious right now? What are you, what are you the cocaine coach? Huh? You the offensive coordinator of chopping it up? Look, you messed up. Can be honest with you, your stock's down right now. <laughs> but it doesn't mean you can't come back, okay? Listen, listen. Every man, every man will fall. At some point, every man will lose a battle. 
But what makes him a man is that in the midst of that battle, he doesn't lose himself. Now look, I get it. I understand the pressures of the coaching profession. I understand the type of pressure people put on us to take boys and mold them into men, to take mere mortals and transform them into champions. I'm probably one of the few people that get this. Look, I, I'd be lying to tell you uh, if I didn't tell you old coach here has had a little bit of the rah-rah powder. <laughs> you know, when you're asking us to motivate a room full of 70 young boys, sometimes we need a little something to motivate ourselves. <laughs> but there's a time and a place, Chris. And that time is after you're taking your team to state. And that place is in a hotel room with someone that's probably not your wife. <laughs> I don't know how to end this. Let's go your back, boys. Get strong. Coach T, everyone. Give it up for Coach T. All right. Now, time for the big game. Tonight's big game, it's in honor of Cam Newton. We're actually shaming Cam Newton because uh, Cam Newton, I don't know if you guys saw this, Cam Newton, he said, uh, he said it was funny that a girl at a press conference asked a question because she said the word routes. So he got dropped from his Oikos yogurt sponsorship. <laughs> First off, there's nothing funny about a woman just saying routes. And uh, to prove it, let's take a look at the video. Routes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now that we know that's not funny, that was definitely not funny, nothing funny about that, we're going we're gonna to shame him in a little game uh, where I, I name the sponsor and kind of hint at what the alleged scandal was, and you guys have to guess the athlete that was responsible for it. All right, you guys ready? Yeah. First up, this athlete... Lost value of <clears throat> this athlete lost valuable endorsement money from gentle hair removal when it was revealed that he had lied to authorities. Who is the athlete? Nate, endorsed gentle hair removal. I don't know if that's a product, a wand, <laughs> some sort of lotion. Who's a guy removes a lot of hair and lied to authorities? Michael Phelps. John? Uh, I was going to say Terry Bradshaw. You guys are both wrong. Terry Bradshaw, nature removed his hair. <laughs> Michael Phelps is so close. It was Ryan Lochte. Oh, oh. Right. Exactly. Right. He's the, but Michael Phelps also probably lied to authorities about the bong, so I can see <laughs> where he got, he got caught with the bong and uh, everyone lost their mind. They're like, oh, my God, maybe weed's awesome for you swimming. It was... <laughs> It's a simpler time back then. Next up, this one's going to be tough. This athlete got dropped from uh, Champion Athletics after his controversial tweets expressing sympathy for Osama bin Laden. Mm. Give you a hint, he played for the Steelers, oh. and he was a receiver. John, you go first. You don't look like you know the answer. Heinz Ward? Okay. I am... Not sure if T.J. Hushmanzada played for the Steelers <laughs> at the end of his career, but I'm going to say T.J. Hushmanzad. So close, but you're both wrong, guys. Ah. Rashard Mendenhall. Oh. No, one, no one's a Rashard Mendenhall fan? Yes. Not anymore. Or, 
played he's like, he played who receiver? are we to judge Osama bin Laden? What? <laughs> it was it was unnecessarily sympathetic. Uh, that's that uh, Illinois Where, education right there. Where did he tweet that? Um, it was a few years back. Yeah, okay. it was. It was like, was like the Steelers were planning the 9/11 memorial. He thought it was time to kind of be contrarian, see another side sure. of the whole is 9/11 yeah. good or bad debate. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. The positive aspects of it. Right, exactly. Who, who really that, knows? Why who do we really have to be knows? so negative all the time? Good point. All right, last question for all the marbles for the champion of Sean's Sports Show. This, at, this athlete was dropped by Zypa. Z-Y-P-P-A-H. Uh, it's a mouthpiece designed to stop snoring when he was busted for sleeping with a prostitute. Fun fact here. The charges were dropped eventually uh, after he completed a prostitu prostitution solicitation counseling program. That doesn't sound real. It, it, I know. That was actually not made up at all. You had to take a class how to figure out how not to solicit prostitutes. <laughs> take us through that class. It's like, okay, you're Wait, out. Just don't stop your car. When people lean towards the window, drive away. Okay, we're going to do... We're going to uh, do a little uh, walk. See you tomorrow. <laughs> I like the guy who messes up the scenario. Like, okay, I'm driving. I see a woman. She approaches my car. Hey, can I have sex with my car? <laughs> ah, get it wrong. So close. Just one more time. Uh, hi, can, uh, can we have sex and I pay you later? Oh, oh, no. I'm looking for directions to the can I have sex with you in a hotel room. <laughs> Can I have sex with you? Uh, and that's it? Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Who came up with that you're, curriculum? You're now, a, you're, now a, you're now a member of society. Yeah, Welcome now, to now the. Now you're a human being. Good job. Now Go you're a human being. Which Tampa Bay, I'm, I'm giving it away. Tampa ah. Bay played for Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Also, fun fact about this guy in a bankruptcy um, hearing, he listed 86 pairs of Michael Jordans as his only asset. <laughs> I'm going to give John a chance first because I feel like Nate knows it because he raised his hand on a talk show. <laughs> John, That's a Midwest first. quality right there. He didn't want to oh, interrupt. Yeah, don't you know if I'm allowed to talk? Okay. I, Sorry. Well, that was a horrible... <laughs> that was just a horrible accent. Yeah. You're like I that guy. That's okay. You're like that guy in the Astros, huh? It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> that was probably the Midwest equivalent. <laughs> oh, you were like casserole, eh? <laughs> It's okay. You have I Carson Wentz's casual. name on your pajamas. I know you're a fan of people from the Midwest. All right, uh, give I, it to me, John. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I mean, the only Tampa Bay Buccaneer I can even think of is Keyshawn Johnson, and he's not playing anymore. Warren Sapp. You got it. Boom. Give it up, Nate Craig, champion of Sean's Sports and Show, the big game. Let the record show. Uh, after the controversial uh, press conference. I also traded away Cam Newton, hashtag ally. There you go. Give it up for Nate Craig. A supporter of women. Hey, I'm, Get him a, out of here. I'm such an ally. I hated Cam Newton before he did that, okay? Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's how progressive I am. I know a guy who doesn't support female reporters when I see one, <laughs> and I don't care for it. Well, I did too, but then they drafted McCaffrey, and I thought he was going <laughs> to blow up this year. Exactly. You got you to gotta make some... Uh, <laughs> got to make some compromises. You got to give people a second world. chance. You got to give people a second chance. Exactly. But not three chances. That's You're out of here, Cam done. Newton. That Gogurt money is out of here. And so are we, guys. Thank you, everyone, to, uh, who came on the show. Give it up for Coach T, John Huck, 
special guest, Nate Craig. Check him out on uh, Pandora Comedy Spotlight. And to uh, wrap things up, I'm going to leave you guys, like I always do, with a haiku. Football is half over. Eagles are really good this year. Please don't fuck it up. That's it for Sean's Sports Show. Check us out at Sean.